When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love boat. Uh, hey, Sedano, how are you? Uh, I'm good, John. Good to hear your voice again. Uh, at yes, least here. I, I've been listening to you in the car uh, during the week last week. Disappointing two and three road trip for the boys. But especially... I thought you said two and three. You'd be like, yeah, yeah you I'm did living say that. with it. But I number one, I think they got screwed in Boston. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, 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 for sure. Obviously, and yeah. obviously, yeah. Uh, it was a very disappointing last Saturday in New Orleans. They gave up Ugh. 70 points in the second half. Ugh. And they didn't try different defenses on they Brandon Ingram. They gave up like 131 in the game or yeah. something? Yeah, and so it was disappointing. But do you guys think, I'll start with you, Cap. Do you think LeBron breaks the record tomorrow or Thursday? Thursday. I do yeah. too. What do you think, George? Thursday with a skyhook. You think that, though? See, I've heard this story. I've heard people think it's, some people think it's corny. I've, I, I've seen that on Twitter. I don't think he'll do it. I've, I've oh, you know, because everybody on Twitter is always thrilled about everything. Yes. I've always, I've covered every one of LeBron's games, obviously, and I can remember the amount of times he scored on a hook on one hand. He just yeah. doesn't shoot it a lot. So no, I don't well, he told Michael Wilbon that, because Wilbon asked him during this interview he did with him, and he said, you know, I haven't really ever worked on it. He's like, I've, I've used it in horse. He goes, but I have worked on it recently, is what he said. By oh, the way, wow. biggest sports mystery of my lifetime, and I've asked Kareem about it on multiple occasions. So think about it. Kareem is the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. He retired in 1990. All right? Why has no one ever tried to copy the skyhook? And when I asked Kareem that, he said, I said, have you offered to teach it to people? He said, yes, many, many, many times. I said, why do you think no one has ever adopted it? And he says, they don't think it looks cool. Oh, I thought yeah. it really cool. And I think... George, it looks really cool, but um, he I, I, disagrees. I Kareem says that yeah. players. It's the same reason you get the answer. Rick Barry. Rick Barry used to say has the all time Shaq. Yeah, yeah, has the all time yeah. leading free throw shooter in the Hall of Fame, ninety yeah. percent for his career. Mm-hmm. But he says no one will shoot underhand because they don't think it looks cool. That but, I agree with. Now, what? But Cap, why that do you think that doesn't look cool? Yeah, but Cap, why do you think no one has ever tried to copy the skyhook? I don't know, but it does look cool to me. Whoa, what's wrong with your voice? Yeah, he, he, drank, we, some he, red drank, wine. he drank bad red wine. We already got on him about that. Hey, John Ireland, yeah. um, don't you have like a formula for fixing a voice like mine? All right, so this is what you do when your voice sounds like yours. Yeah. Do you have, by chance, any apple cider vinegar in your house? I, I do, but I'm in New York right now, but I can get some. Okay, by the way, where are you in Midtown? Are you in Manhattan? Yeah, I'm at the SPM facilities yeah, here uh, on the west side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's a CVS right around the corner from there. Yeah. Okay. You can get it there and they'll deliver it. Okay. So this is what you do. I got this from, of all people, Elton John. All right. Okay. Whenever his voice used to go out during a tour. Did he give you this directly? He did it in an interview after oh, Rocket okay. Man oh, came I out. Thought maybe, <laughs> I, I thought he gave it to you directly. No. My friend Elton Leon said. Russell gave it to Was him. Was this a third chair thing? No, Leon Russell gave it to Elton John, and Elton John said it in an interview. He says he takes as hot of water as you can tolerate. Okay. All right? With two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, two tablespoons of honey, stir it up, don't drink it, gargle with it. 
Yeah. And your voice will be better. Mm. So, so hot try water. It. Hot honey. water as hard as you can as hot as you can tolerate and gargle uh, with. If you make it too hot, you'll right. just spit it out. All right. Hot water. Hot water. Honey. Two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, two tablespoons okay. of honey, and give it a shot. You can also right, try, and they got I'm sure they got it down at the Dwayne Reed, is uh yeah. loquat syrup. Did you ever add the uh oh, loquat syrup? That. Yeah, what that is it called? like coats your vocal cords. Yeah. It works. It's like a Chinese yeah. made of some sort of fruit called a loco. Works like crazy. That's Tell another way to. Mike go. Breen what? told me he drinks two cups of green tea every day, and since he started doing it, which was like 15 years ago, he has had zero voice issues. Yeah, yeah. Green tea, hot green Cappy, tea. Cappy, I'm going to yeah. send you in a text right now what Mace yeah. is talking about. You I, now, I got it one time. What city was in? I don't know whatever city I was in, but I went. And I went to the Chinatown and yep. I got it because there was a bunch of far- there was a pharmacy right there. It was in Boston and I was able to find it. But wait, but Mace, you're saying that any CVS or Dwayne Reed, any of these, you know, stores should have it? I Dwayne Reed should have it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they should Dwayne have Reed. it there. But not CVS. Is that still the grocery or isn't that still the drugstore yeah, in New York? Still the drug Reed, store the choice it says, there, yeah. though, but now it says Dwayne Reed. Presented by Walgreens or something like that. Oh, my that. God. Yeah, yeah, that's confusing. So Walgreens must have taken it over. That's yeah. confusing. So, uh, yeah, I, but, I, you know, I, I had a terrible vocal cord incident years ago where I had mm-hmm. to have a nodule removed from my oh, yeah. vocal cords. Have mm-hmm. you ever had that, Cappy? I've not had one removed, but I know about it. Yeah, a lot of singers get them. Um, yeah. And I, it was it was a little scary because I didn't know what I was going to sound like after yeah. I had the surgery. And, and mm-hmm. b- by the way, what kind of bad red wine were you having? Yeah, this no, it wasn't bad thing. red wine. It's just that um, this friend of mine. And by the way, this guy lives in a town called Chappaqua. Yeah, now, I'm familiar with. Oh, sure. I'll just ask, you, oh, sure. I'll yeah. just ask yeah. you guys because I only know one thing. What is the what is it you think of when you hear the the town Isn't Chappaqua? It Ted Kennedy. Okay, I, Hillary I Clinton. I bought. Yes. I thought. Yeah. Right. The Clintons. So Bill and Hillary. Oh, I was thinking Clinton. of Chappaquiddick. Yeah. Yeah. Chappaqua. So the Clintons live in Chappaqua. My friend picks me up from the train station. He goes, let me guess. You want to see the Clintons house? I'm like, yeah, it's the only thing I know your town. Pull up into their uh, cul-de-sac. They've got this monster estate. And in front, security, I, I guess like you would expect, but you'll also be like, damn, they're they're in the middle of a, re- a residential neighborhood and yet massive Massive yeah, security. One guy is a former president. Yeah. And the other one is, uh, you know, a, a, a former. What was she? State of Secretary, Secretary of State. Of State. Yeah. yeah what yeah. you expect? You wanted well, to walk up. Hold on. Did you want to walk up to their house and knock on the door and be like, "Hey, can I borrow some sugar?" Ding well, dong. No. Hey, it's me, Cappy. If, if they had any apple cider vinegar. <laughs> sure. <You know? laughs> Needed some. So anyway, so this buddy of mine picks me up. Chappaqua. It's this very like you know snooty kind of you know yeah. suburb. Yeah. And uh, and he served me a glass of red wine. And I'm like, oh, don't drink this. Don't drink this. And I was like, I had one sip, and I'm like, oh no, this isn't going to go well. I did not drink the rest of the glass. And yeah, I've been struggling. But I don't since. get it. Are you allergic to red wine, or yeah, was it this happened? particular not red really wine? allergic? Just it's very acidy, darling. Well, why very do you drink? Acidy. Why did you drink any of it? I had a sip. I didn't expect it to do this. But I stay away from red wine generally. What else did you do, Cappy? This doesn't <sighs> this doesn't jive. I'm sorry. There's That's something right. else. You went somewhere and you screamed a lot. No, yeah, you, you had Listen, to. Listen, I wish I had a great story. I do. I wish I had some really cool story. Now, what are you doing in uh, in New York? You're you're there near. Yeah, I just MSG missed you, right Cappy. Now. I was there until Wednesday. I know. I got here on. Uh, I took a red eye from L.A. on Friday night. Got in on Saturday morning. Got to my hotel at 6 a.m. Yeah, I like, dropped them oh, off please. at the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. nice. Airport yeah. friends. That's that's I, important. Yeah. I was like, please, please have a hotel room for me. 6 o'clock in the morning. 
please have hotel room. No. Thankfully, they did. No, oh, they did. Oh, good. Guys, Saturday in New York was probably the coldest day on planet Earth. It was colder in New York than it was in Siberia. It was like minus 20 degrees. So what'd you they, do? By the way, they say Saturday, in? there's a town in New Hampshire, Cap, that uh, they said got 130 below, the coldest ever oh recorded. God. It has to be with wind chill, right? With yeah. the wind, wind chill. chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the coldest ever recorded in weather history was oh, on wow. the top of some mountain in New Hampshire. So, Cappy, did you do anything in the freezing cold of no, New York dude, on a Saturday? No, I, I literally stayed in my hotel and rested all day. And um, Broadway and then, John could have recommended a show for you. Oh, yeah, really it, especially if you want full male nudity, Cap. I got a good one for he you. He found the good full male, full male nudity. nudity play. It's called Take Me Out. It's a story about uh, Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy plays. Yeah. In essence, it's, it's, it's the story of Derek Jeter at the height of his popularity. Mm-hmm. Would have come out as gay. What would have happened? What would have been like? Yeah, yeah. so that's the, the, wow. that's the play. How much but, frontal male nudity was there? Uh, almost in, impossible for me to describe. They have, they have. I told Mace earlier. Everybody in the audience was either a young female mm-hmm. or a gay guy or mm-hmm. me. That was the whole thing. That, yeah. that was the composition of the audience. And there's an audible gasp when the shower scenes start. Yeah. But, but five minutes into it, Cap, some guy walks out to take a shower. He's got nothing on. And that's, are these guys are these guys different than average people? The first, they are actors. The first several are like you and me, and yeah. then Jesse Williams comes out. Oh, jeez! And I'll just say, there's an audible gasp in the theater when he comes out to take the shower, and the the play's good too. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. <laughs> the play's good too. Yeah, everybody's talking about it because of the male nudity, but the show's actually pretty. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family won a Tony for it. Oh, good. And is it real or is it no. like a prosthetic? No, no, it's real. All oh, really? the all the nudity is real. Yeah. There by the way, that question Cap just asked yeah. came from three girls sitting one row behind me. Oh yeah. Is that real or is it prosthetic? Oh, it's real. Yeah. 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 That yeah. So Cappy, what have you raised a bunch of money? Um, I've been out here doing a little bit of fundraising. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Is it for charity or is it for your Oh it's, no, not it's for, for sided, charity? Bro. Oh, it's for sided. Yeah, it's not for charity. Oh, okay. Well, His charity. It's for Cap's charity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. So who do you meet? Are you meeting with like Wall Street fun guys and stuff like Gary that? Hedge, hedge you brokers? Gary Vee, man. Who? Who's that? Gary Vee. Should we know who that is? Yeah, Probably Gary uh, Vaynerchuk, right? That's how you say his name? Vaynerchuk? Vaynerchuk, yeah. Yeah. Is he He's a big, like a big hedge fund guy? Big VC guy, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Cappy. I wouldn't call him a big VC guy. He's more of a, um, he has a company called VaynerMedia. And then he's got a sports agency called Vayner Sports. This is a guy who has become ultra famous on social media for being like a, uh, I don't know, like a business coach, if you will. But in real life, the guy has knocked it out of the park. You know, invested in all kinds of companies like Uber. And I should know this off the top of my head, a bunch of others. But the guy is, he's got a monster following. So what and did he think of Cited? Um, he liked it very much. Did I was, he? Yeah, it was really cool. And um, and kind of gave me like a bit of a challenge and said, I'll see you in, in 150 days. So you got some Vaynerchuk money? If well, he think- if he meets the goals, it sounds yeah. like, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, you could have gone to it's Clippers, Knicks or no Clippers Nets tonight in Brooklyn, Cap. You're just yeah, going to miss hear it. that. The only thing is, is that four to seven in L.A. is seven to ten. In yeah. New York. Yeah, that's right. So, by the way, have you guys all been here? I know George has. Have you guys all been to our. Uh, colleagues facilities yes. here in new york yeah i have i mean dude massive massive facilities yeah. 
Nobody. I mean, nobody is here. Oh, it's empty? Yeah, because it's nighttime. Yeah, but even when I got here, there was nobody here. It is 7 p.m. They don't work yeah, that hard. But I got here at like 5. 5, and there was nobody, huh? Yeah. Well, was uh, Michael K and them guys there? That's what I said. I said, where's Michael K? Let me come say hello. Is he... He was yeah. working from home. Yeah, a lot of those guys do. Hey, I Cap, find this place while you're there. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Los Tacos number one. Los Tacos number one. Yeah, just opened in New York. It's down by the World Trade Center. I went there three days in a row. No way. Yeah, it's really good. Darvin Ham and I. Be. Darvin loved that place. And uh, so if you're looking for tacos, that's your spot. Did you ever All figure right. out if Darvin's listening every day? I guess he's not, right? Oh, no. He told Ramona He told Ramona that he doesn't listen to Sports Talk Radio. Oh, see, Cap? Probably a good lie. idea if you're a head coach you, in the NBA. So not true. Uh, so we're doing our team bonding thing on uh, on Wednesday. When, oh, are you going bowling, you said? Yeah, yeah we're, going, we're bowling. going bowling, and then we're going out to dinner. Nice. Who's, who's a good bowler? None am, of us. I am a great bowler. No, I'm going to beat oh, Mason on. just on spite. I'm a gifted I'm bowler. A, I'm a terrible bowler, but I will. I refuse to lose to Mason in any type good of athletic you, competition. Yeah, yeah, I am going to win this thing. I've got mythical money on me to have the highest score of the day. I'm actually a very good bowler. You know, John, this is my uh, game. This is where you could go back to the whole Rick Barry thing. Um, if you if you really can't bowl with one hand, go stand granny, at the line. And granny, do granny style. style. Yeah. I will not put it past me. Yeah. Anything it. it takes to win. What do you give oh, me, Mace? Yeah. What odds will you give me on a 7-10 split? Oh, I will give you everything I've got to one. Okay. One dollar to 7-10 you. A 7-10 split? I'm going to try it. hitting a 7-10 One dollar to you if I don't, and all of your mythical money if I pull it off. Uh, all of like, my mythical money. Okay. Absolutely. What Good is all of your mythical money? Because you didn't have very much left I've over got, a few no, weeks ago. No, when I've he got... dumped a bucket of water on David Kemp, we gave him another hundred grand. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, same boat I was in. We're That's why very, I dumped it on Sliwa. Very mature around yeah, here. Yeah, we're yes. idiots. Do you realize that we have got four people? We do Million Dollar Mondays around here, right? Yeah. Uh, we did it during football season. Do you realize mm-hmm. four people, four listeners, have a chance at a million dollars? Really? Because of, they have the Eagles in Kansas City in the Super no Bowl. Way. No yeah. way. That's awesome. I was wondering about that the other day. So George Duarte from Murrieta has got mm-hmm. Eagles 24-17. Okay. Cesar oh, wow. Zamora from Brea has Eagles 21-17. Okay. Spencer Gonzalez from Lake Forest has got Chiefs 24-17. Uh-huh. And then Aaron Joya from Whittier has got Chiefs 34-24. There wow. is a real chance wow. that one of those Total. comes in. Man, I, I like the so last one. rooting for those guys. That'd be I like unbelievable. The yeah, I think 34-24. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think so, too. I think it's going to be high scoring. I like the Eagles to win the thing, though. You like it's really high scoring because you guys know that on Sunday at Yamava, we're giving away $1,000 for every touchdown scored. Yeah. Oh, good. So it would help us if it's. That's why we've got a big uh, $1,000 bill with your face on it in here. That's right. Looking good, right? (laughs) Yeah, looking great. (laughs) Uh, Looking like something. (laughs) Capping on the $1,000 bill. I need a haircut, is what it looks like. (laughs) That's genius. That's genius. By the way, this is is the time of year that, uh, and I love our listeners, but it's also like, oh. Everyone thinks they're a general manager. Yes. So I just got a tweet that just rolled in. Oh, Listen boy. to this. John will love this specifically. Okay. I think it's hilarious. So it says, at Sedano, how about the Heat send Butler, Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, and Kyle Lowry to the Lakers for Westbrook, Beverly, and Walker and two first-round picks? Who says no? And I just wrote back, Pat LOL. Riley wouldn't even let you get that offer out of your mouth before he hung up. Exactly. I wrote back, LOL, come on, man. To which he responds, the Heat can't win with that roster and they need assets. The, the Heat have more assets than the Lakers do right now as far as draft. Yeah, the Lakers do not have a lot of assets. <laughs> 
So, yeah, are you surprised I, the Kyrie thing? I was listening to you NBA All Access on Friday. That's um, right. I heard uh, Cappy go at uh, Dave McMiniman. McMiniman. Yeah, he's he's oh, like yeah. your new. Ireland doesn't know this that McMiniman is Cappy's rival. Yeah. Why? They're like they're like Newman and Jerry. They're like two great guys. Though. Why? What, what, beef, what beef do you have, Cap? I don't have a beef. He has a beef with me. Oh, really? really? And what is yeah. what is his beef with you? Um, that Cappy doesn't watch Cappy, basketball. Uh, Cappy, no, no. yeah, he did <laughs> no, say no. you don't watch basketball. His, then his he said you're underrating is, the Lakers. His beef with me is is that I don't agree with him. So if I don't agree with him, therefore I don't watch the games. McMiniman. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't agree with that. Uh, but I, uh, Dave is fairly dialed in. The 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 question very I, dialed in. The question only fairly. No, but but I <laughs> he's very dialed in. Don't only say fairly. fairly. I, fairly. It, here's the weird thing for me on this one. I like both people very yeah. much. I would have very difficult time picking a side in that I, one. I don't. I don't. One, I'm in on McMiniman. One is in the league and the other is not. <laughs> you guys are all anti-cap. No, and not I, anti-cap. Just pro McMiniman. I am with Cappy because us guys not in the league also do. Deserve a say. All right, so right. I'm, I'll go with Sedano and McMenamin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Ira. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let's not make Cappy talk any more than he has to. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I'll be fine. He's only right. got two and a, two hours and forty five minutes to go. I'll be yeah. good. Good I'll luck. And by guys. the way, I just looked this up right now. Yeah. yeah, alcohol can change your. This is your singing voice. If you drink excessive amounts of alcohol, uh-huh. the chemical irritation can become so severe you develop chronic laryngitis, uh-huh. and this could result in prolonged spells of voice loss. Now, there's another one here that says. Did you have gastric gastric reflux? Oh, that's a, did I or do well, I? no or do do you ever take Prevacid? Yeah, I do. All right, so that that takes, can get up some there. more. That can get up there in your vocal <laughs> yeah, cords too. Yeah, that, that can wreck you. Stuff. Yeah, because yeah, it says here that drinking may cause gastric reflux, which produces reversible voice change by irritating the vocal cords and larynx. Yeah, but I've been drinking. I mean, but I really one sip doesn't drinking. seem like that would do that. No, it doesn't no, seem I, like. I, did I, you do I, it on an empty stomach? What's up? Did you drink on an empty stomach? No, no. I, this really started like last Sunday mm-hmm. at Yamava and has continued Wait. on until it started. I mean, week, a, you, you weren't no. horse on Friday. Yeah, he was, was not. I, I Absolutely mean, I not. Kinda, I was kind of struggling last week a little bit. Yeah. No yeah. Worries. No, you were like sick, but you didn't have this going on. No, yeah. I had like a little sniffle and cough and I took like five COVID tests last week and I was negative the entire time. Yeah. So I determined I'm like, OK, I have a cold. Like, you can still get a cold. You can still get a cold, absolutely. Right. And so, so it wasn't like, the wine. It sounds like it's a cold. Well. The wine I mean, thing was just a totally bogus made-up yeah, story. Yeah, you're just, no, the it's wine just a ruse. actually happened. As soon as I drank that one sip of wine, I was like, That's oh, it. no. Yeah. I could feel it. Well, listen, I, I'm sure with Cappy there, it's going to be a very easy listen this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, lots of stuff from Shadano and Cap coming up. Cappy, why don't you do a Scott Farrell impersonation the rest of the show? No, that would I can't. Real. I don't want to strain any more than I have. Yeah, right don't do it. Don't do it. All right, we're back tomorrow at 1, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Bing, bada, boom. Oh, it's so pathetic. Bing, Let me just do it. Bada, bing. How about I just do it? Bing, yeah, yeah. That, bada, it, it, boom. No, no, just stop. stop. Come on. It sounds pathetic. Come da, on. Bada, bop. Beep, bada, boop. Do, da, da, da. Beep, bada, bop. Beep, boom, boom. Yeah, the beginning sounded pathetic. Would you agree, yeah. ladies? Yeah. 100% sorry, Cappy. That's all right. That's all right. I got my Stevie Nicks thing going on right now. Don't insult her. No, no, no. Yeah, seriously. Why is it Please an insult? Don't. Why is it an insult? Because she sounds great. You yeah. sound booty. I sound booty. booty. <laughs> yeah, no. Booty. So booty, 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 rocking everywhere. You lost your voice just from drinking something? Well, Fine. why am yeah, I Yeah, there's lying? no way that happens. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, I don't buy it. Come on. Buys that. Come on, bro. Well, listen. I could have said I lost my voice for anything and you guys wouldn't have believed it. No, that's, no, not, that's true. not true. But that's all a weird is, way to go about it, actually. All I know, all I know is You this. always do that, though. You pick the strangest way to go about potentially not telling the truth. But and you, then, of course, you, people are going to be wondering. You make it seem as if I'm making up a story. I was... Everything was going okay. But don't you think I, that's coincidental? That's not like like for real how you lost your voice. George, all I can tell you is this. Yesterday... At about this time, I would say my voice was probably at about 85%. Um, I was at a friend's house. He poured a glass of red wine. I didn't want to be insulting because I knew it was an expensive bottle of wine. I had a sip, and I'm like, don't drink any more of this. And I've been at about 65% all day long. So, I mean, listen, do I know 100% that having a sip of red wine is what did it? I would say having a sip of red wine contributed to taking me downtown. So, that's what I can tell you. That's what I can tell you, pal. Pal. Tough guy. It's like a buddy cop movie from the 90s all of a sudden. This is what yeah. it's turned into. Yeah, Cappy, no offense. No one's buying that crap. Yeah, well, buy I mean, you're cold. It. Now, that makes more sense, an accumulation of your cold. Yeah, so last week... I, uh, last week I was a little worried. I was like, I got a sniffle. I got a headache. Great job um, with the, uh, UB40 red, red wine, by the very way. Very nice, Laura. I got a cough going. This was last week. And I'm like, oh no, oh no. I think I've got COVID. So I took a couple of COVID tests last week. Negative, negative. Now here's the thing. Taking a COVID test. Has anybody taken one recently? I mean, not I no, did. No, I took an at home one like a couple, like a month, a few months ago when I had COVID. Yeah. I took one like three weeks ago because I was a little stuffy and now I'm paranoid. But I was yeah, like, same. But not only paranoid, the test itself, I found the instructions to be as hard to take the home COVID test as it is to put together like a piece of furniture from Ikea. Oh, come on. Dude, Are you no, serious? serious? There's pictures, Cap. Seriously. I mean, right. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. There's like 10 steps. You know, and then there's the concern, hey, take the little bottle, put it over the top of the thing, pour in six drops, not seven, not five, six, do it on top, not from the side. And then once you're done swirling around the thing in your nose and then you got to put it down and in and through and then cover. I mean, dude, it took me like three tests to get it right. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I was negative, negative, sniffling, headache, cough, and I'm like, okay, I got a cold. Then I come to New York. Dude, Saturday, the coldest day, I mean, I've experienced in probably 20 years. Freezing. Yeah. So maybe that's what happened. Yeah, it's probably all of that, and you were already sick in, in that. The red wine, though, I don't believe played much of a factor, if I had to guess. Well, not sure, George. Not sure. Okay. Well, you know what? Then it is what it is. It's kind of like Kyrie. It is what it is. It's not happening. Didn't happen. It, it wasn't going to happen. somewhere else. Not surprised. Told you on Friday. Didn't think it was going to happen. You did say you didn't think it was going to happen, but they also, the Nets got a better deal than the Lakers could have ever offered. You know, um, all this talk about the Lakers and these picks, we've all thought that the Lakers don't want to part with these picks. But now it's like, who actually wants them because they're so far into the future? You know? Well, actually, those are valuable because they are far enough into the future where you know at least 27, they're probably going to be bad. Yeah, but I want to win now. I want to get my team better now. So if oh, I'm no, the but Nets, people still want assets. No, but yes, if you're the Nets, you want to pair. You want to pair KD in theory, if he's still willing, at least still willing to be there for the next four days and then beyond uh, for this season with guys that can help them win. Now, I honestly think people are going to think I'm nuts. I can make the case they might be better when they get all those guys together than they were with Kyrie because I don't think unless you. Like, I watch the NBA every day. Like, and people who watch the NBA know that Dorian Finney-Smith is one of the elite 3 and D players. And the the Nets, you know, they, Royce O'Neal is fine, but he's not as good as DFS. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer Dinwiddie, I mean, don't get me wrong, Kyrie Irving is a much, much, much better player than, than Spencer Dinwiddie. But if I was looking for, like, a diet version of Kyrie that is also a three-level scorer at the guard position and has got quickness and speed and can shoot and all that, like, a, again, a, a diet version, then Spencer Dinwiddie would probably be one of those guys. Now, I don't know if Spencer Dinwiddie's going to be there because Kevin Durant had him traded the first time, and there's talks about maybe Fred Van Vliet ends up there because Woj has already reported that the deal may be expanded to a third team and no Laker fans, that's not going to include you very likely. Well, I would just say this. Um, regardless of, of who has what skill set, mm-hmm. I would argue that when Kevin Durant is healthy, the the Nets will be better, and they were already good. Yeah. I mean, they were like 31-20 and 20 as of last Friday when, mm-hmm. when Kyrie started all this. I will tell you they'll be better... Because they'll have gotten rid of the, the the elephant in the room, which is a phrase I never really, really use. It just sort of popped out of my mouth, and it seemed to make sense. Getting rid of Kyrie, getting him out of your locker room, gets it's like the pressure is off. We don't have to kowtow to him. We don't have to kiss his butt all the damn time. We don't have to worry if he's going to show up or if he's not going to show up. I'll bet you the Nets are much better without him. Than they were with them. Well, I mean, again, I think I can make the case that they're just for basketball reasons they're better. I mean, forget all the intangible stuff that you want to talk about, existential mumbo jumbo, uh, which I don't summarily dismiss, but I don't. I just think ultimately they may be better just from a basketball perspective too. Yeah, but you see all that basketball breakdown stuff you're doing, that's fine. You know that that can you can talk about all the X and O mumbo jumbo stuff you want to talk about existential and everything. that, That stuff is like real. Yeah, but so is locker room chemistry is real. Yeah, it is, but it is. And Shaq and Kobe hated each other, man. Let's be honest here. And and they, you know, 
Like they won championships. Like you don't well, have you to know be why? lovey dovey sing sing kumbaya with everybody. Yeah, but you know what the difference is? They were professionals. They, well, they I mean, Kobe really actually like got into Shaq for being uh, being unprofessional. Yeah, but that was later. They'd already won. No, while they were winning. Yeah, but they'd won a championship already. They had already won one, sure. Yeah, so, I mean, that's all I'm saying is that they behaved like pros. You know, they showed up and did their work. And while Kobe may have already, you know, he insulted Shaq, told him he was fat and everything else, um, they'd already been winners. I mean, KD and Kyrie were not. And the Nets have not. Well, been. they were, but separately, not together. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but I, uh, I, 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 you know, what really irritates me. What is other how, than your voice? Well, yeah, it's irritated. But like this notion of like people coming at us on on Twitter over the weekend. I say us. I'll, I'll say me. Why you? Like, like I don't. I have said to you for two years why I do not like Kyrie as a player. Mm-hmm. I don't know him as a person. I know what I see. I know what his antics are, etc. I don't like him as a teammate. I think he's one of the worst teammates that I could ever think of in any sport at any time. So for everybody that's coming at me like as if my dislike for Kyrie is anything other than that, including anti-Semitism, it's not. It's simply about being a selfish person and a bad teammate. That's all. Okay, and that's fine, but he's not here, so you get your wish. I mean, it's yeah. not LeBron's wish by any stretch of the imagination. Did you hear LeBron with Wilbon? I did. Yeah. Um, I did. We'll, we'll have some of that for you coming up here in a second, so stick around for that. Uh, it, there was a lot of stuff from today. LeBron's interview with Wilbon, uh, a lot of the guys at our place reacting to it, Winhorse, Zach Lowe, Perkins, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and also, I, I have like an issue with the way things are reported today. And a lot of it circles around this Lakers story with Kyrie or lack thereof with Kyrie. Now let's talk about the play of the week, the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play. And boom on tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Give you a... Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie. Unlike Cappy and hurt you. Now, you're calling my red wine story a lie. I'm just saying you have had a tendency of uh, stretching the truth occasionally. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just telling you what I think. I mean, I'm not telling you it's 100% accurate. I'm just telling okay. you that I was about 85% yesterday. Yeah. Had a sip of this red wine. 
dropped down to about 65% and have been struggling ever since. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you, listen, things are going around. Um, I was at the Warriors game on uh, on Saturday, and I yeah. uh, I called my wife on Saturday morning. I was like, hey, how's it going? She's like, oh, my God, what a miserable night. Mateo was vomiting everywhere. He had some sort of stomach thing. And then he was vomiting again all over day, all day on Saturday. So I took, I decided to change my flight instead of flying back Sunday morning. I flew back right after the game to make sure just in case anybody needed anything. And, you know, so, uh, so I feel you, Cappy. Everybody's got what, something going on. What is this product that you've sent me that you said could help me help my voice? What is this product? Uh, hold on. It is like a Chinese cough suppressant remedy vo- uh, voice throat thing. Fast okay. soothing. Okay. Uh, if anybody I took else... It, so it got recommended to me by a buddy of mine named Aaron Bender, uh, who is a, a professor at uh, CSUN who worked at KFI, or still works at KFI, I believe. Um, and um, he told me, get this thing. He had sent me the same thing I just sent you, the, the Amazon thing. And I was in Boston. I went to their, uh, you know, their Chinatown was very close to where I was. Now, you can get this in New York fairly easy at, at, at to Mason's point, at like a Dwayne Reed or whatever. Yeah, I sure hope uh, so. You don't have to go like to like downtown and go to mm-hmm. Chinatown in New York. Um, so you get this, you'll be able to find it. Um, yeah. And it worked. It took like 24 hours to really okay. work. Well, yeah. my goal is to, uh, to see. Today, I'm going to call myself 65% and I'm hoping to be 90% by tomorrow. I'm going to go buy this immediately. Yeah. There's stuff that Ireland uses called like throat coat. Yeah, throat coat works too. Yeah. What's that? It's just like cough syrup. I mean, just but Google just it. Throat coat. Throat. throat coat. Mm-hmm. It coats throat your throat. Coat. All right. Let me look at it. Take a quick just little get look the here. Throat spray. Yeah. Man. While you look at that, it's so easy. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about LeBron. So he got, he sat down with Michael Wilbon to talk about a number of things. Really, I'm guessing the original interview was more about him breaking the scoring record, and then it just so happens that the Kyrie thing drops and LeBron <laughs> drops the tweet of, maybe it's me. Um, and Wilbon decides to ask him, hey, so you didn't get Kyrie. How do you feel? Let me hear it. Well, definitely disappointed. I can't sit here and say I'm not disappointed on not being able to land such a talent, but someone that I had great chemistry with, and know I got great chemistry with on the floor, that can help you win. Um you know, championships in my, in my mind, right. in my eyes. Um, but my focus has shifted now. Um, my focus has shifted back to where it should be. And that's this, that's this club now. And what we have in the locker room. That's a guys quick pivot, those, LeBron. It's a quick pivot. Quick pivot. It don't take me long. It don't take me long. I don't, I don't get too excited um, about the possibilities of things that can be. I, I, I kind of envision myself on what it can but I don't, I don't invest it all the way into until I know it's happening. Okay. And, and when it does not happen, I, I'm, I'm back locked in on the job at hand. So, um, you know, we had an opportunity. Out there. Our, our names was out there. The Lakers' name was out there. We had an opportunity. Didn't happen. We move on and we, we, we uh, finish the season strong, try to, try to get a bid into the postseason where I feel um, if we go in healthy and we compete with anybody. Beautiful. Perfect. Perfectly stated. Did you like that? Oh, you, you, you approve PR, PR uh, you know, master Scott Kaplan? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I thought it was outstanding. Because, look, LeBron could, I'll say it like this, he could pout, he could criticize, whatever. But instead, as a true professional, we I wanted this guy, everybody knew I wanted him, I think I could win a championship with him. It didn't happen. Okay, what do we do now? Do we sit around and cry? Well, without Kyrie, we can't win. 
No, you focus on who you have and you focus on getting everybody healthy and then you get into the playoffs and if you're healthy, like LeBron says, he thinks, as I do, we can compete with anybody. Now, that's a great answer by a leader. Right, but you Excellent actually believe work. it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, nobody actually believes that. So he's so LeBron's a liar. Uh, I don't think he's a liar. I think he's just saying what you want him to say. He's going to say the right thing because at so this that's, point, that's everyone knows lying? that everyone knows the negativity. I mean, I'm sure he believes. I, me, and AD could probably drag these guys to a championship, but I don't think he thinks like it's like definitely going to happen. Like, I don't no, think he thinks that at all. No, not definitely. But so, what am I going to do? I mean, that, that's from LeBron's perspective. I'm LeBron. George, right. uh, you understand? I'm LeBron right now. What am I going to do? Cry about it? Uh, complain? There's nothing to do. We either, I was, yeah. There's we nothing to do be, because they don't have the assets to make this to make that to make that move happen. That's ultimately the issue here, and it's well, kind of been the. It's why they should have made the move when they and you know we could argue you know people will argue about the timeline of this stuff, um, but they could have potentially have made that move in the summertime. And for one reason or another, it didn't come to fruition. Uh, at least initially, it might have been on the Lakers. And then after the fact, it might have been on the Nets, not willing to deal. But that could have been resolved a long time ago. But to your point, I, look, he put on the right face. I don't think there's any question. It's smart. He's doing a national interview with Michael Wilbon, one of the most respected journalists in sports. And, you, you know, you're going to say the right thing. But he has given – Brian Windhorst said this today on NBA Today. and I th- Do we have that sound? We have the Brian sound too, right? Yes. Okay, so Brian has covered him as long as anyone. I mean, he literally – like Brian's mom, I think, was like LeBron's like ninth grade English teacher or something like that. And, you know, Brian covered him since like he was at the Akron Beacon Journal like or something like that when his first job. So yeah. he he knows LeBron as probably as well as anyone uh, in mm-hmm. the media, that's for sure. Okay. And – he thinks like that he's stunned at the way that LeBron has has given the Lakers a lot of slack. Let me hear what Brian said. He absolutely just keeps giving the Lakers more and more respect, more and more slack. He signs the contract extension before this year to remove all pressure. Even last year, after they didn't do anything at the trade deadline and upset him, he still signed that contract extension. And here we are, whatever that tweet meant yesterday, and he tried to explain it to Michael, and I didn't, I didn't quite understand the explanation. We'll see that later. But he just likes being here in L.A., and he keeps giving the Lakers trust. And I will say this, there are four days left. It's four days between now and Thursday, and the Lakers didn't get this deal done. They should really try to get something done because at some point, i got to believe that patience is going to end, but he has never given this kind of slack to Miami. He's never given this kind of slack to Cleveland either time, but the Lakers, they get the slack. Well, it's L.A. I get it. Listen, I'm not leaving. I've been here almost seven years. I ain't going anywhere either, so I get it. But but I mean this this idea of they it sounds to me like what Windhorst is saying is well they're supposed to do what LeBron tells them to do and they didn't and he's well no it's not that they them- didn't they did try they just don't have the assets which boils down to a bigger problem which is again this stuff could have been done in the summer uh, but they you know for one reason or another just like I said a few minutes ago it didn't get done well listen um, to your point. LeBron likes L.A. LeBron likes whatever it is about the Lakers. LeBron's family is here. Everybody's comfortable. Everybody's happy. LeBron's businesses are all here. So the fact is, everybody who who predicts that LeBron could eventually force his way out of L.A., sure, he could. 
I don't but believe he will. I've said I don't that either. repeatedly. I, yeah. I don't either. I, I think LeBron but, is content. But, but I don't think, to Brian's point, you did hear him say at the end, I don't think like his patience will be this forever, right? Like you got to do something at some point. He doesn't want, he's already vocalized. He doesn't want his career to end like this, but you George, know, where they're like the 13th seed for God's right, sake. Right. But George, you just go back to your phrase. You got to do something at some point. Okay. Maybe you do something during the summer to try and get like next what year's Cap, they've already blown the summer george my answer is i'm not a general manager of an nba team okay um but what i'm saying to you is is that when brody's contract is over and he walks you figure out what to do thereafter no 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 no, no. let me explain to you a simple math equation okay okay let's talk math okay rob palinka you and i were at the press conference the other day correct mm-hmm. yep he committed to Rui Hachimura for the following season, correct? Well, he said that they planned to hopefully bring him back. I mean, I don't think it was hopeful. I, you know, he seemed fairly confident that their yeah, plan was to. Yeah, but you say commit. Tra- I mean, it's not signed. I mean, they traded delivered. three second round picks for him. It's not like it's they so, just traded nothing for so, him. So let's assume let's assume Rui's coming back. Okay, right. That's going to cost you at least somewhere in the ten to twelve million dollars a year range. Okay? okay. So now all of a sudden you're thirty. Let's call it. You know, people say somewhere between 30 and 35. Let's just call it 32 to split the difference, okay? Not so 32.5? Now... Okay, 32.5, Cap. All right. So let's call it 32.5. Let's say it's 10. Now you got 22.5. Let's say it's 12 and a half. Now you got 19.5, okay? See, this was a lot easier when I just had it at 32. I know, I just intentionally complicated it because when you said let's split the difference between 30 and 35, 32 is not exactly splitting the difference. It's close enough. Nate is close. But nonetheless, okay, they um, they now have a lot less money. You can't get a max player for the, that slot. So my point is this. What you do have right now is this. And this is what McMiniman was all, you know, fired up about with you the other day. And he, he, he outlined this as well. You have Russ's $47 million contract. You have um, Patrick Beverly, I believe, is $12 million, okay? And then you have... Um, you have Lonnie Walker, which is $6 million, okay? So I believe if you add that up, that's 59, that's $65 million, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 65 is greater than whatever I just told you is gonna, it's going to be after Rui, right? I, I, the, the numbers have gotten me confused, but what's okay, your point? Okay, listen. If they sign Rui, let's just say mm-hmm. they have 20, let's just say for argument's sake, they have yeah. $20 million left, right? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay? If they had 30 they, and they're assigned to 10, they have 20. Russell Westbrook's 47, Patrick Beverly's 12, and Lonnie Walker, all expiring contracts, are mm-hmm. $65 million. Okay. That, in essence, is your cap space. That's okay. what McMiniman was trying to explain to you the other day. So what's the issue? Can't you use that money to go find other players? But it has to be before Thursday. You can't I, let it just expire. It doesn't work that way. George, listen to me. I am not embarrassed to tell you I am not an expert in NBA. No, cap no one tables. is trying to embarrass okay? you. Someone, no, no, we're I'm just, just trying saying, to explain it to you. What I'm, what I'm saying to you is this: is that if they don't make a move before Thursday, which, by the way, I think they're likely inclined to do, because now you have one issue on your hand, which is Russ knows they were trying to get rid of him. Everybody, the front office, LeBron, everybody, is Russ going to become a problem now? Well, based on history, that is something you have to consider as a possibility. So 
trying to get rid of Russ is something that I'm guessing they're still going to try and do. The question is, does anybody want to dance with the Lakers? And I don't think many teams do. Oh, I think they do. I think that uh, San Antonio is incentivized to make moves because of the similar situation. They have expirings and, and things of that nature. Um, they have guys they want to move for one reason or another because they're trying to create more room for one thing or another. Same with Utah. Utah's looking to take on... There's always teams looking on to take on contracts, man. Everybody has different motivations in this sport. You know what I mean? So I, I do think there are multiple teams out there that will do deals with the Lakers. Utah specifically. And Jovan Buha, by the way, the athletic, is going to join us at 5. We can ask him. He'll know. He's plugged into all this stuff. Okay, good. Uh, I think Utah. I think San Antonio. I think there could be a, number, a couple of teams that... Uh, could be in this scenario, but but if but if they don't, if no move is made, oh then then it's if they don't make another move and move those contracts and just let them expire, then it is literally malpractice, is what I would call it. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And and what does LeBron do? Because that's I don't what Windhorse what Windhorse is saying is if you don't do what LeBron says. He's going to start to get really mad at some point. Well, I'm, he's not the only one that said that. Zach Lowe said something similar. Laura, do we have the Zach Lowe sound? Let me hear that. I'll tell you what stood out to me is when he was talking about Kyrie adding to the championship foundation. He said, at least I think, I think, mm-hmm. and I thought the implication of that was maybe some other people in my organization don't think, but that's my opinion, and I want you all to know that's my opinion. And I agree with Brian. I think it, if LeBron had his druthers, He'd finish his career a Laker. He'd finish his career in Los Angeles. I don't think he wants to leave. But between this and some of his recent comments he made about, I don't want my career to end with this level of losing about six weeks ago, if you remember that, I do think the patience is not infinite, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And, and the Lakers are on some kind of clock because, you know, the guy's going to want a shot to win a championship, and right now he doesn't have one. Yeah, it's not that hard. Boy, everybody just thinks that the Lakers should just do whatever LeBron wants. Bro, yet, what do you mean? Yet, what do you yet, what what in what organization does not try to do the best by their best player? No, no. I'm not saying that they shouldn't try to do their best. I'm saying though, the flip side of all of this is what Kendrick Perkins said a few weeks ago, which is he felt like the Lakers were punishing, and maybe that was a bit strong. No, that was I didn't agree with that. For That's, for for the Russ thing. And by the way, as Bill Plaschke wrote today in the LA Times, the front office has said to LeBron, you keep telling everybody we run the moves, we're going to run the moves. Not you. Okay. Well, you we, know what we, that's going to get him? Tell well, What is it going to get him? It's not going to get him anything. Okay. Well. You're going to get I a mean, disgruntled player, continually disgruntled player, and you're going to get yourself in a situation where you, you can't make moves. Like, you literally, if you don't use the $65 million, it disappears. It, it shrinks down to whatever it was I told you, 20-ish, depending on what you signed Rui Hachimura to. Like, this isn't, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out 65 is bigger than 20-something. No, it doesn't. But you know what it, it does require is a little bit more explanation for those of us who are not capologists. Something related to if, and, and I'll, I want you to explain this when we come no, back. No, but I just did it as basic as possible. No, 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 but there's more to it because I want to understand the if they let him walk, it's this. But if they bring in players with expiring contracts, it's that. Is there a difference? Well, because those if they bring things? in players with expiring contracts, they can. They, I'm assuming they're trading for players they're going to resign, to then ha- because, have okay because the they future. can resign those guys for more. Got it. Correct, because they can go over the cap for them because they have the rights. Mm-hmm. I'm just a, it's a detail, George, that I needed, and I gave it to you. Well, now you did. Well, you asked. Thank you. That's journalism right there, George. Mandale. That is journalism. 
Yeah. Ask the right questions, get the answers you want. All right, so the question is next, where do the Lakers go from here, which we kind of sort of started talking about. And I want to com- congratulate the Dodgers for finally doing the right thing. We'll get to that in a second. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tell you what, George, um, I missed on Friday night because I was flying cross-country Ziggy Marley uh, played a show, a tribute to his dad, and played like the entire album. Um, oh, I wish I knew awesome. which one it was, but man, it looked awesome. Wanted to go to that, but you know, bin it. Bin it? Got to do bin it. Bin it? Yeah. I'm a Are bin you it making bin it happen? Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's like, like Eddie Murphy said, was it the beginning of, of, was it Beverly Hills Cop? Yo, man, I'm a bin it man. I'm trying to do some bin it. That's me. Mm. Bennett man. Okay. You feel me? I feel you. All right, cool. Oh, damn, Laura. Did you say that on the air? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what nasty insulted Laura have now? Let's hear it. Let, let's hear what the queen of business had to say. Go ahead, Laura. Okay. Say it. All I'm saying is I said or minute man, but it's because you mentioned some stuff on air. Laura, so, you, did. You, know, Laura, you did. Laura, you did say it. Am I, I said wrong? Three, I said three minute. Give me my credit, girl. Okay. All right. Okay? Give it's me my credit. I'm a, a three minute. minute man, not a minute man. <laughs> Wake me up. Tell me what you got. Come on, Laura. No, three minute, man. <laughs> three minute. Three minutes pretty good. Did you watch three the minutes? Grammys yesterday? You see your girl Missy? I loved Missy Elliott. I loved that did whole- Did you see? She's got a Super Bowl commercial, it looks like. I didn't see that yet. Yeah, they've got um, like a, a Doritos one that looks like it's going to be a Super Bowl commercial. It's like the prelude to the commercial. Dude, that 50th anniversary of hip-hop thing that they did with Fire. all those different artists, Incredible. that was amazing. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I would say. The Grammys has always been kind of old and stuffy, and it's kind of like they finally realized, you know, those black and brown people are pretty important to music. <laughs> <laughs> and they finally kind of got to the got with the times. Like they started with Bad Bunny for like the first eight minutes of the show, uh, which was an incredible performance as well. And then, the, but the night was sealed absolutely. I what, anything that came after, and by the way, Jay Z came after. Um, but anything after that fifty year of hip hop performance, to your point, was like was not going to be topped. No, that fifty year of hip hop was so great. First of all, shout out to my man LL Cool J, who was awesome getting that whole thing going. And I love to see so many of the old timers. Like, I love Run DMC. I'm the king of rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs must call me sire. To float my kingdom, you must use fire. I won't get stopped until I desire. And so when I saw Run DMC, I was like, oh, hell to the yeah. Yeah, hell to the yeah. Yeah. Who'd you guys like in that besides? I mean, anybody stick out? 
I mean, Too Short was pretty good. Too Short I was love so too short. amazing. Yeah. Love him. Don't remember. Do you know what he sang? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, Blow the like, whistle, yeah, man. That's like his iconic song. How do you not know that mm-hmm. one? Which Kathy? one was it? Hold on. Blow I the got whistle. Do, 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 do. Blow the whistle. I met him in person and he was so nice. He was one of the guys, nice. not on stage, but in that little circle stage inside the crowd. Yeah. Bald head. He also has mm. about like 50 albums. Something yeah. crazy. There it is. Right there. Go play it. Let me hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was cool. I just got to make sure it's clean, so it is. I just didn't know that no, was yeah, too yeah, short. Yeah. I didn't know it was Shout too short. Shout out to the Bay. Shout out to the Bay with uh, too short. How'd you like Public Enemy? Uh, oh, yeah. That was great. When Flava Flav came out, you know, and he's got on his, his new watch around his neck, and he's doing yeah. all of his hand gyrations. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. It was great. How- it, was, uh, it was actually, I watched the entire show. Like, I, I, I caught it. I never do. I never do. Now, I didn't catch the beginning beginning, so I watched the re-air on CBS. Um and I so I got to see the Bad Bunny thing afterwards, and then I, after Amazing, that I was way. caught up. But the Bad Bunny was incredible. I, could, I it was. I'm glad I saw it eventually. But yeah, uh, I thought yeah. the whole night was great. Um, what's the girl's name? She won the uh, award. She's the uh, Lizzo. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lizzo, that outfit, girl. I got to get me one of those because with the big puffy shoulders. Did you guys see that? Like she was like a, like had shoulder pads, you know. Yeah. She looked so yeah. cool, and she was yeah. awesome. And then Beyonce. How about when yeah. Beyonce stuck in traffic and she couldn't even get her first award? How funny yeah, I mean, was it's that? LA. Yeah, tell LA. It is what it is. Come on, Beyonce. Um, you shout know out to LA. Rich Paul, by the way, there with Adele when uh, Adele won that award. So I saw. Were that. you guys and all Adele- shocked when uh, Bonnie Raitt won? Was it Record of the Year? Yeah, I was actually. I you thought know, it was going to be uh, like the Taylor Swift or like Bad Bunny or whatever, Beyonce well, or whatever, right. one of them. Y- yeah. you're, I had you're no idea up. that she had a new album or ABBA. ABBA, ABBA. Yeah, I didn't either. know either. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know either. Yeah. But Bonnie Raitt up against like all these monster contemporary stars and was so caught off guard that nobody was like, what? Bonnie Raitt, what? They were like, oh my God, she's so humble. She had no expectation of winning that's really amazing. It'd been like, I think did I see something. It'd been like 30 years since her first one, something like that. But yeah, what a right. career she's had that none of us have even listened to her new stuff. Yeah. Speaking of great careers. Yeah. Finally. Mm. And I'm not going to reference The Rock, even though he did uh, get to meet Adele uh, for the first time. Apparently that was something that uh, was happened at the Grammys too. But finally, the Dodgers have decided to retire Fernando Valenzuela's number. Okay. Yep. At the urging of their fans and media, by the way, because we've been talking about this for many, at least all the years I've been here, um, that finally they have reti- decided to retire 34. It will be retired in the summertime. It was announced at their fan fest this Saturday. And look, better late than never. I'm not going to. That's it. It's it's under the rug at this point. I wish they would have done it sooner. No question about it. But the fact that no one else will don 34 for the Dodgers should have been done for a long time ago, as I mentioned, but it's 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 about damn time, is what I would well, say, because yeah. he was incredible, not only for them uh, on the field, but what he did for the city, and the kind of, and Laura can appreciate this, right? The, um, mm-hmm. kind of the, the, it allowed Dodger fans to kind of heal with the Mexican community, um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can Google that for yourself. Well, but, but wait a second, but here's the next part of that story. If they're finally going to do the right thing with Fernando, which to your point, probably should have been done a long time ago. But now with Julio Urias, you know, Laura talked about this the other day, can't find a Julio Urias jersey. Why is that? Lots of theories, okay? 
But if they're going to retire Fernando's number, now the next move is sign Urias long-term. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. Um, and it looks like August 11th is going to be the day for Fernando Mania. That'll be the day his uh, jersey is retired. That's cool. So, yeah. That's very that, cool. That, that will be cool. All right, so good on them. Th- great job, Dodgers. About time. We ain't going to harbor that for much longer, but it's already getting done. But good for you. Uh, all right. Coming up next, Jovan Buha of The Athletic covers your Los Angeles Lakers. We got questions. He's got answers. We'll have that next.